We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided our world has become? We desperately need stories of peace and healing. We find the bridge builders across the globe who are stepping into the divides of culture and bringing understanding, compassion, and reconciliation. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Sanborn and Lisa Jernigan. Well, welcome to the show, Counterculture. I'm Lisa. And I'm Jonathan. I didn't use my last name. No, it's okay. Okay. You can read the liner notes. Okay. Okay. There we go. Well, you know what? I was thinking as the the music's playing, it's like we never know what's going to roll out and evolve on a show. And we usually have guests, Uh amazing guests, Mm -hmm. and they tell a story or they share some insights, right? And we have fun. But sometimes we're like, let's just you and me do something and see what happens, right? And we never know how it's going to end. We never know where it's going to go. We're just going to be in the moment. And And that's what we're doing today. We're in the moment. We're in the moment, Uh right? And sometimes you have to let the moment be what it is. You know, I have to say it's a sweaty moment. I know, right? I'm a, it, we're, it's, we're in this in studio right now, and it's freezing outside, but it's quite quite stuffy, toasty. Yeah, I would say toasty. In here, yeah, right, right. It is a very cold day today, but mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm excited because every time you know you and I, let's say we have the gift of gab, maybe what? Or, but it's I know it's a gift. I cho- carefully choose every word that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, please don't! It be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we just always have fun, and we just like like okay, let's see what we what you think about this, and we're asking questions, and so um, I'm going to start. You know, we I was just with a group. Um, there was like 25 people from around the country, and we started off with with just icebreaker questions, right? Where you do that speed connecting thing, and okay. you start asking yep. questions, uh-huh. and um, it was really interesting because you you know you're just getting to know each other, and it's just fun because it it does really break the ice. So you're not just staring looking at somebody. And so I thought, well, let's do a couple of let's do a question. Like let's An get this going. Okay, An icebreaker. Um, so I have a question for you. I'm br- I'm bracing myself. Uh-huh. Look, look, if you could see her hands, she's I'm, like, twiddling. I'm ready. She's yeah, ready. I'm ready. She's fully ready. braced for this uh-huh. and has a, sm- a smirk and on I'm, her face. I'm a little scared at what could be the answer here, so I'm a little frightened. Okay, and, and so, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> anticipating. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Well, we'll have to see. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you go back in time a little bit. All right. All right. To a land far, far away. But All really right. not that far away. So it's, it's share with you, us, like, your worst dating experience. Ooh, okay. We all have them. Yep. Right? So I've been married 20, happily married for 21 years. That Before that, I was a bachelor, a world-traveling bachelor. Dirt poor, so it kept like it limited my <laughs> options. <laughs> but you were creative. I was creative, artsy. Yeah, right, well right. traveled, artsy. Right. Good taste in 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 music and, and and life, but I can imagine. But yeah, just no, 
Yeah. So, but I did date a, a bit here and there, even around the world a little bit. Mm. But the the worst one was uh, I went out with a gal who I had met, and I so and so this was pre <laughs> cell phone. This was pre cell phone. Okay. Suddenly, like. Oh no! You need to be back by four. It's a, a day date on a Saturday or something like that. It's four fifteen, and it's a fifteen minute drive back to her house. It's starting. It's been raining a little bit, so I come out. I I pulled into the house uh, up to the front, and I think it's uh, her father is waiting outside in the rain. Nice <laughs> with nice. an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Opens up the door. Sticks his head in, in in the car and says, "You better lose my daughter's phone number, pal." Wow. <laughs> that was it. Wow, that was it. Thirty minutes late, and, and you're done. I'm done. You're done. So I, I I failed that test. Wow. But I I tell you, all my buddies quoted that father for at least the next decade. <laughs> it haunted. <laughs> you better me. lose your daughter, my daughter's <laughs> phone number, pal. I mean, it's very quotable. And then you never, you I never did go out meet. with her. Could, no, that was it. No, we we interacted a little bit. It, we didn't. We had different circles, so everything had to kind of go. And yeah. I think it was a pretty strict, yeah, environment. Yeah, sounds like it. So, but it informed but you. But it informed me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt at that point. I mean, I laugh about it now, and it, I'm, and you know, yeah. But at that point, it was devastating because right. I really and I want. I wasn't the. You know, eh, screw the father. I'm going to go, you know, right. a Romeo and Juliet kind of situation. Right. I right. was, I felt like it was wow. just a bad situation right. to really interact, to go in. So that was mine. Wow. So, the, yeah, it was yeah. okay. Yeah. That's, so, that's pretty good. That's pretty right? good. Right? I mean, I think that, yeah, you're like, note to self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't Going be forward. late on a first date. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, return, the return was bad. Right. Yeah. Right. So how about you? I'm. You knew it was coming. You know, but I don't know. It's so funny because it's it's been a little, it's been a minute or two, right, yeah. since I dated. Uh-huh. Um, so what music would have been playing? <laughs> then, then, well, Jonathan, <laughs> we have to do then that. Then I know every year uh-huh, of music, so uh-huh, it's okay. I know. Um, I mean, you always have those days where you're like, okay, this needs to be over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, this Nothing, is just yeah. not going well. And yeah. um, so I would, I don't know if I remember a specific, but I do remember a couple of dates like, yeah, this will be the one and only. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and so, but you know, it helps you discover. And you you know, I always look at it as it's a refining to know who you really want to date. Yeah. Right. So you ended up marrying a a senior pastor. Well, not at the time, but a pastor. Right. Were you looking for pastoral I types? I was not. I was okay. not. I just wanted a really good guy that was fun. Okay. Um. That was. Um. You know, smart. Like, yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Right. God, yeah. Somebody that was just really interesting, that was ambitious, wanted to go somewhere, yeah. and that was funny. Okay. Yeah. You know, fun to be with. Good. I wanted somebody fun to be with. Okay. And so, actually, my husband was all those. All things. Of those. Right. Awesome. Yes. And at first, it was I was slow to embrace all those because I wasn't really looking for the time. And then it's like, it was after a while. You're like, yeah, he's he's the guy. He's yeah. Someone. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I think you do have yeah. to kind of know what you're looking for too. Yeah. Don't you think? Like. Yeah. So here's so there was a a bit in my day uh, being around singles groups. People say you create a list right. of those things that, and then I realized that maybe that's not the best idea because sometimes your list 
there can be some good things on there right. that are important for who you are and God's right. plan for you. But other times I think there can just be baggage right. or like that isn't necessarily of the Lord. And right. so I wondered about that. Did you have this idea that you should you need a list? I didn't. Uh-huh. I just knew some things that were important, right, that I, I was looking for. Yeah. And I think – and it was that. It wasn't like this specific list and you check it off and yeah. it was just, yeah, you know who you want and you kind of know. I think you kind of yeah. know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought someone who was really musical or really into music was like really high on my list. But it actually – my wife isn't really – I mean she has some appreciation for music and right. has her own jams and things. But I mean it wasn't like – like I thought it needed to be like this. It was such a big deal. And then, I, but if I let go of that list, but what I did have on the list was someone who would be willing to go anywhere in the world if God was leading them. Well, that was good. that was on my list, and that's important. That was that's important, important right? Yeah. So the music wasn't critical. It right. Was a nice addition, but the other one was really knowing that God's if they would be willing to do that. And so Melissa had been, oh, you know, spent. 12 weeks in, in Kenya and done, done uh, d- different things. And she was actually looking for a missions guy. Well, that's cool. That was kind of higher yeah. on her list. Like she didn't want to do it. She, w- she wasn't really interested in mission, uh, marriage unless there was something kind of global. Or, and so yeah. then I kind of came along and, you know, like, I think that's good. missions guy work. plays guitar, Yeah, you know, does the, you know, does that thing. So I guess that's kind of how it worked out. But the list was interesting. Well, do okay, let me ask you a question. Do you think that people – whether it's a real list or it's just kind of a, a list that they have in their head when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. and friendships. Do you think we do that with people? I think we do. I think we're all, we all have kind of – sometimes it's conscious, sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. But I think we do have these kind of criteria. Like we don't open ourselves up to certain kinds of people. Maybe, maybe it's appearance. Maybe it's uh, some other factors, socioeconomic and things like that. Or has a differing opinion. Different opinions. On, on yeah. Right? Different background. Or and different... we might think, oh, if they had, I, I'm just going to throw this out there. If they had a Black Lives Matter shirt or if they had a MAGA hat, that might just, you know, push you away from them because you think of them and put them in a category. Right. And so, yeah, I don't, whether, whether wherever you come from. So, right. I, well, you know, okay, so I, I, uh, I heard this phrase the other day, and I just can't get it out of my mind. And I think it goes along with um, just relationships okay. and, and having friendships and having people in your life. Okay. And as you know, with counterculture, we're like we're, – we're encouraging us and everyone, like have people that don't share the same opinion, that don't have the same viewpoints on life, mm-hmm. that maybe have uh, a different background, ethnicity, faith, whatever, right. just to – because you can learn so much yeah. from people, right? And I think sometimes we have our circles so narrow mm-hmm. that we, we kind of just hang out with people that are like us, right? Right? Think like us, look like us. But what if we expanded that? And um, I heard this phrase the other day when a group of us were sitting around a table talking. And this, uh, this woman said, proximity creates possibilities. Awesome. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm reacting positively. Okay, so I'm going to throw that out there because, you know, we we're in times right now where we're mm. we have we've come out of a a season where we've been isolated and kind mm. of the loneliness. Yeah. People are experiencing a lot of loneliness. Yep. But we all want some possibilities. But if proximity creates the possibilities, mm-hmm. how would that change and shape how we live and how we view people and relationships? Mm. 
Oh, so I, I'm thinking I'm ter- you often think about career. My right. first thing when I heard that is like, if I want to get somewhere with what I want to accomplish professionally or missionally, I want to be around circum- circ- circumstances or situations or people who will help me get there. Right. But you're thinking at a, at a, at a and I think even a better, I don't know, better, but a, a bigger level as well. Just even who you're around from people opens up possibilities. Right. Right. But I also think what you're, I like what you're thinking too. It's like just proximity to places, right? Like where we go, like just showing up sometimes. Like sometimes we're invited somewhere and you're like, Mm -hmm. it's not really convenient. I don't know. But then you show up and then it's always amazing what happens. Like I generally walk away with a conversation that impacted me or I saw something or I learned something Mm -hmm. and something just showing up, being in proximity Mm. does open up a whole new way of thinking or seeing things or an invitation right. somewhere, right? Yeah. And so I think both ways. I like how you were saying, like, just proximity to a situation yeah. or to something, right? I, I, th- I think that's true. I mean, I really I see that so much in, like, how things that have happened in my life that have happened because I've put myself – I've thrown myself into a situation not totally sure how it's going to turn out. Right. And I know there's – um. A disposition, sometimes it's our personalities, to not do that. Mm-hmm. There might be – I'm kind of wired that way, and right. so it's sort of a little more easy for me. And I know – yet I also see as I'm getting older, I'm more cautious, mm-hmm. and I've, I've considered lots more like finances and whether it's, you know, then I you know be I, oh, maybe almost overanalyze right. that rather than I used to just sort of, sure, why not? Let's go for it, right. you know? Right. Hey, let's go on a vacation to such and such. Like – Whatever, you know, right. let's figure it out when you get there. And right. so that's always how I've been wired. But now I've become, for better or worse, I think I've been a little, become more. And even the pandemic has kind of, li- I'm, I feel like I don't have as much proximity in general. I'm right. just, a little, I mean, for a couple of years of being a little more isolated. It's changed, you know, changing sure. back, flowing back, but still. Yeah. Yeah. And I live, the way I'm wired, I live like, Everything's a possibility. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I love possibilities. It just it helps me see beyond. Sure. It takes you to, it takes you on an adventure in some ways. Yeah. So if proximity creates those possibilities, where do I need to shift, you know, to be more proximate with people? Yeah. With situations. I, I think it's an interesting just little phrase, right? Give me an example of something where you've a, a possibility that you're currently experiencing for, that's positive that came out of because you were in proximity to somebody or something. Um, I have a couple of different ones. I think so. Okay, so one is the other day I was thinking of somebody that I haven't talked to, um, and probably probably before the pandemic. And it's somebody I highly respect, admire. We work mm-hmm. together and stuff, but, you know, just life situations, pandemic. And I'm like, I need to reach out to that person and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Um, I would love I would love for us to connect. I think it's, you know, I think we should connect again. Just some, okay. Just someone we hadn't heard. Of. Okay. Not even three to four years, right? Yeah. But we just, because we hadn't been in proximity mm-hmm. because we live in different parts of the valley. We're in different circles. But we have... We have connected in the past and yeah. really respected each other. And we both are in leadership and different things. And so I did. I'm like, they're on my mind. I'm just going to send this email. I'm going to say, hey, any chance would love to connect. Hope you're doing well, whatever. They responded. 
Um, and within a week, we had lunch. And we had okay. lunch last week. And it was an amazing conversation because mm-hmm. we just started sharing, you know, what's going on in my world, what's going on in her world. And then from that, we're like, okay, we need to collaborate on some things. Mm. Here's some possibilities. Wow. What if we did this together? And so it started a whole new conversation of possibilities where we can collaborate on some things to do in the Valley. So that's one, like, you know, like even putting yourself out there yeah. and saying, can we connect? Or yeah. I'm just thinking about you. Created lunch, yeah. which created a conversation. And I went into lunch with really no expectations. Yeah. Just I want to connect and hear what's going on. Wow. Right? And just just felt called to connect. Yeah. And from that connection, possibilities are yeah. happening. Right? So you never you know. You never know. It was just a simple email. Yeah. Led to lunch. Led to a conversation. And hopefully some possibilities will happen. Wow. So, Yeah. I think that's exciting, right? <laughs> that is super exciting. And I love so, when things like that happen. So I also I, I so, fully yeah. embrace that. And I just last night, I, I, I always think of something funny or I see something funny. So this picture came up and it was a poster of the Christian power team, Have you, the power team. Have you ever heard of them? Was those the people that used to break things? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Back in the day. So it was like a 1990s thing. It was a big deal. Oh, it was a big deal. So they would like if if the Holy Spirit's in me, I can tear this phone book. Yes. Yes. And they'd break. Yeah. These. Yeah. yeah, Super buff guys. Right. Who tied it in with their ministry, and it was a thing. It was a thing. And 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 so this person. So, but I know someone who was their manager. Oh wow. A gal, and she's actually a very established leader in the community in Arizona. Who I, I won't, I don't know if she wants that public information or not. But, but she worked with them back in the nineties. Wow! And I somehow I have that piece of information. So just on a whim, Sunday night at seven thirty p.m. So I'm just going to send this picture of this power team poster and just for fun. That is and say, great. Hey, hey, I saw some pictures of your old buddies. Maybe it was one of your old boyfriends was here or something like that. Like, right, right. Just for fun. Right. And then she got a big laugh out of it, and we're gonna connect. And anyway, she, but she's a big deal in the, in Arizona. But it was just funny. Don't you love that? Just I, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Just take something. Just make initiate. Initiate. Just take right? the initiative. Yeah. And that's and you don't know a you don't possibility know where that's from go. going. Yeah. And that's being proximate. Yeah. Right. I mean proximity, like even just connecting with somebody through an email. It's like yeah. I want to connect. Yeah. I do think that the spirit can lead that. And so, oh, I mean, sure. what, I don't know what your full theology is on the Holy Spirit, but I do tend to think often his promptings often don't make sense. Like, they aren't always the seemingly the wisest choice. They're just promptings to give you direction. Right. And I can give a, a, maybe a dozen of those in my life that are were significant, but I've had some where just like, you need to get on a plane and go get to know these people. Wow. Uh, that or you need to do something uh, go an extra step because if you're not around them, if you're not proximate, then I this isn't going to go somewhere because if you're just a number or you you had a one Zoom call or something it's a far less likelihood it's like if you've sat with someone mm-hmm. and had coffee and you've right. looked in their eyes right. and you've found out what they're about or you've so I like even a, I'll just go I'll, I'll say one more story. I I went. It was like a year and a half ago. I got very fired up about about collaborate deep level collaboration in in. Uh, so I look. I found like some of the most the experts in it in Dallas Mission Mutual. 
and I just said, I want to learn from you guys. I've I've, mm. I've 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 heard your story taught by you know from some of the people that you work with, and could I just get to know you know meet your team and share? Hey, we're trying to do something here in Arizona. Could I learn from you guys? And so I got on a plane, flew to Dallas, and you know just because on my own dime, just because I felt like this needs to happen. Yeah. So it was like. Unless I'm around in proximity to the pe- I don't know. But it was open-ended. You just, I didn't know where God would take that. Right. A year later, I'm hi- hired by them. You know, just, it wasn't. Don't you love I, those stories? I was, work- I was happy with Care Portal. It's just, but just, right. it's just God's preparing in advance that opportunity. And so I, that's, it's how it happened is because I stepped into some, pr- in proximity. Absolutely. And you, you kind of listened to yeah. the promptings of God, yeah. right? To go, yeah. I need to go be face to face, yeah, right. In a relation, start a relationship is basically yeah. what it was, yeah. right? They got to know you, your heart, got to know them deeper, and that leads, right? And I think that's how I think that's how mm-hmm. it works. I think we miss possibilities when we're not in proximity with people or situations, mm-hmm. and I think our hesitancy and a lot of it, like both of our stories, is because we initiated something, mm-hmm. and so many times we were waiting for somebody else to initiate. And then mm-hmm. things never happen. Mm-hmm. So I think a huge part of proximity is making it happen. Yes. Right? Just sending that text or making a right. call or showing up somewhere that showing you felt, up. right? Yeah. And you just don't know what happens on the other side of that. And there might be, you know, there were some costs involved. Absolutely. You and know, risk. I, yeah, risk. You know, could have just been the super awkward, you know, but just ended up spending a half a day with the team, had lunch together, and then I had a few hours and flew out. And so it was one, one you know, got, got there on the night before. Stayed in the hotel, got up early, went met with the team, had right. lunch, left. That's all it was. And so I, I, I think that. So now also that's the possi- the career possibilities. How has the proximity to individuals, because you've traveled, you've interviewed people, mm-hmm. how has that changed you? Like it's it's not just the, the career opportunities, right. but it was actually like opened up your eyes. Oh, for sure. How's that happened for you? Well, it's happened in many ways, but like you said, traveling. And when you put yourself in proximity, mm-hmm. and it's all about story. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things like with Amplify Peace, it's all about stories. And how do we mm-hmm. amplify stories? How do we listen to stories? And so when I've been, oh, I, I mean, there's so many stories. Um, and especially I heard a lot of, from women. I would I would intentionally sure. listen to women because in many cultures, they're silenced and kind yeah. of marginalized. Right. But sitting with um, women in like refugee camps, hearing their stories. So I think you mentioned Iraq, right? right. You were doing that. Right. And wow. um, yeah, it was, it, it's just, um, you're humbled by them because it challenges yourself and you see the mm-hmm. world differently and you learn from their stories. And I learned so much from them and am humbled in ways that God probably needs to humble me. Mm-hmm. But it's through listening to these stories that I go there. You think you're going for one reason, but when you just start asking a couple of questions, people start sharing their story. Because mm-hmm. one of the things I love to say is, tell me about your story, right? And when people start sharing their story, I learn so much, mm-hmm. right? I have learned, mm-hmm. wow. um, yeah, of, of, of courage, of bravery, of tenacity, of humility, of compassion, and um, I think we all we all know we learn best through stories because yeah. they stick. Right. And so it's in that way that I feel like I become more of who God created me to be through other people mm-hmm. and through relationships. Mm-hmm. And that takes proximity. So I could just listen. I could watch a documentary on women being interviewed in 
refugee camps in Iraq. Right. But there's a difference that you have because of the proximity. We can't we can't get on the plane and do no. all these things. Not every, most of us will never go to and right. not the same we have to. But right. there's something that happened because you've experienced it in proximation. Right. 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 But there's people in our own community. Yeah. You know, and start asking yourself who you know, who has a different story than me? Yeah. Who who's invisible in our community? Right. Who's on the margins? Who do, whose story do I need to listen to? Yeah. Right? And I think those are things. And then how do I start? Right. Like, and how do I show up? Mm-hmm. Right? And some of it's through your local church or an organization that has yeah. these relationships that you can go be a part of and just make it happen. Yeah. You know, take the first step, initiate, and get involved and look for ways. Right. Um, I think even, you know, on a previous show we just had talking with um, like foster families. Right. How do we how do we put, how do we be looking for the needs right. and go step into those places? So I I like to conclude this is a good like an action point. Like right. we like what could we do this week? And so to step out into a new circumstance. So let's even just like pray, Lord, where do you want me to step into that would put me in proximity with something I haven't done before, either a different kind of person, right? either socioeconomic, race, race or cultural, whatever, or around, yeah, just take the time, maybe take one meal or whatever with right. to, to the with somebody that isn't on your radar right now. Right. Right. Invite somebody to coffee that you have in a long time and just to yeah, listen. Just to listen. Yeah. yeah. See where that goes. Absolutely. Is that a good application? I think so. I think and I think people will be amazed at what could happen. The possibilities. The possibilities. Now I'm right. hungry. Possibilities. That's possibilities. Like, there we <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> well, always a great conversation. Love it. I love and, being in proximity and, with you, you know, my friend. The, and the same and same. And that what that happened because you came on this show once and I then know, now we've right? become, created a partnership. You, you, you did stepped an invitation. Out. And I said, yes. We we are the embodiment of what we've been there talking we about. There we go. Love it. <laughs> We're trash talking. No, no, it's good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Lisa, thanks. Always great talking with thanks, you. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Amplify Peace. Educating, immersing, training, and launching peacemakers to build united communities. When I grow up, I want to work for a woke company. Like super woke. When I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be hired based on what I look like rather than my skills. I want to be judged by my political beliefs. I want to get promoted based on my chromosomes. When I grow up, I want to be offended by my coworkers and walk around the office on eggshells and have my words policed by HR. Words like grandfather, peanut gallery, long time no see, no can do. When I grow up, I want to be obsessed with emotional safety and do workplace sensitivity training all day long. When I grow up, I want to climb the corporate ladder just by following the crowd. I want to be a conformist. I want to weaponize my pronouns. What are pronouns? It's time to grow up and get back to work. Introducing the number one woke-free job board in America, redballoon.work.